1: For all hard rock, heavy metal bands needing worldwide exposure at affordable prices, Online Metal Promo PR is taking bands from the underground to above ground. Visit their official website at OnlineMetalPromo.net OnlineMetalPromo.net
2: Hello, everybody. What the hell Wayne, you doing? Yeah, Wayne, Lou, oh, apparently that's, that's what my puppet looks
1: like. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> yes, you do look That cool. is
1: almost as creepy as your David Lee Roth face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my God. I, I love your puppet. Yeah, it is
1: way too late to be doing this shit, Wayne, but we're going to be doing we're gonna it anyway. We're going
2: to do it anyway. And you know we're going to do? do it live. Fuck. We're going to do it live. It's late, and we're going to do it now, and we're going to do the album Impera. From the
0: band oh you bought Oops. the vinyl
2: copy huh yes i did watch this i bought this vinyl i bought this vinyl
0: What's a diff okay wayne you're gonna have to explain the difference
1: bought this vinyl he bought three he bought three of the same al- albums
2: i bought the cd and i bought this cd
0: <laughs> all right wayne what, <laughs> what is, is the difference between <laughs> the, the different vinyls right, go I will, ahead
2: I will, I will tell you the difference on the vinyls uh, this one that I opened actually. Hold on a minute. Uh, where is it? Oh, this one here. It is. Uh, it, this is actually the limited edition labyrinth, uh, version. But I do not have the labyrinth yet. Uh, it is on. So it doesn't
3: come with its own David Bowie and owl. No, no it does not. Oh, but Aww. it's supposed to come
2: with like this wooden labyrinth box. I I have no idea what it looks like. It wasn't on the website, so nobody has no any idea what this thing's supposed to look like. But it's supposed to come with a copper record. And when I got this the other day, because they sent the record first, and the right. labyrinth, well, the labyrinth is supposed to come in July, which kind of sucks, but
0: that's crazy. Um, but anyway, it
2: was supposed to be a copper record, but I got this color, and everybody got this color. This is like orange a, creamsicle. It's no, it's like a yellow. It's almost like a starburst, I guess, like a yellow and red kind of orange thing.
0: So it looks cool.
2: It it's cool looking, but that's
0: definitely not copper. So. I was a I'll little, probably end uh, up buying a vinyl version of it because I bought the Scorpions CD and vinyl, which I've ne- I I've just been one. getting into buying vinyl lately. I don't know you why. Know the
3: Scorpions one. You do not even yeah. like the Scorpions, and you bought the vinyl.
2: I bought it because it's a Target exclusive, just in case anybody needed one. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, yeah. You don't like the Scorpions. What the hell?
2: No, I don't. No, I'm actually going to put that on fire. I'm going to burn that.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> definitely do not rock like a hurricane. Anyway, <laughs> you're not. not. Uh, this you have is- no. You have no. Uh, you available. don't even want
3: to. You this don't even the... want to listen to it for Mickey D?
2: I, I kind of do. I heard the new song. I heard the, the first single. It's, it's okay. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's all right. Uh, well, the...
0: Wayne, if, if you don't like The Scorpions before, that's not going to change your mind. Anyway, no, go. It
2: probably won't. Uh, this is the Target uh, version. It's got an art print inside and it's coral vinyl.
0: I haven't seen that at Target, and I go to Target all the time. I'll have to check I'd, this week.
2: I went to six different tar- or five different Targets on Friday, the day that album was released. I could not find it at one of them, any of them. The next day, I looked it up online because a friend of mine wanted the vinyl, and every store that I went to had it. So they must have put them out like a day late.
1: I Um, do not even want to know if I can walk into a Target in where I'm at and actually get it because they're going to think it's all satanic crap.
2: No, they'll they'll probably have it. Well,
1: they're not totally wrong, but... (laughs) I mean, I mean... But it's this, this, in Hey, it's
0: my in state.
1: Cheap. Hey, yo, what? Well, no, no, my state is literally trying to find and burn witches at the moment. Okay, so I really, truly can't freaking say anything right now.
2: Uh, boy. and this this version here, I just got this in the mail today. This is a indie, indie store exclusive. It comes with uh, it's a limited edition uh, orchid vinyl, and it comes with bonus stickers. The stickers are of uh, each uh, Papa that's been
1: involved with the band. And they all rest in peace. They yeah, all died they mysteriously.
0: And then- well wayne i i'm a collector yeah, i listen to this stuff too i don't just collect to collect but yeah i think you have me beat. i have like two i have like three or four different versions of one jimi hendrix album and i think that's insane yeah. you know? no,
2: I, I, well i i didn't purposely want all these it's just my friend wanted the one from target and since i ordered one for him i said i'm just gonna get one myself and then gotcha. this I, this one i saw on uh, facebook the other day this is a tour edition, and there's some kind of poster with it. Yeah, So that's the difference, and the other one's just a regular CD.
3: Yeah, I think and you both
2: put me...
0: Is, oh.
2: What sucks is what's going to happen is, probably, like, a few months from now, they're going to have another album out, and it's going to have, like, bonus tracks and shit on it.
0: Well, they um, do that crap all the time. All the time. That's They, they, I, they pull I, that I hate shit that a lot. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I hate yeah. that shit. Yeah. What were you saying, Lou? I...
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I think bro.
3: you both put me to shame because the only album I own more than one copy of, on CD only, is Iron Maiden Killers. I yeah. well, uh, actually own more than one right. CD
1: of the same CD. I mean, I don't even do any of that stuff. I'm not even. That well, that's
3: it. because one's one's just the album, and the other one is the album with a second CD that was uh, released in '95, but is out of print. And Wayne actually oh, found yeah, a copy of me for that. About. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The yes, the uh, Castle version.
0: Yeah, uh, do, I've do, got.
2: Jeremy Wiltz, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm not. He wants to know which Hendrix album.
0: Okay. Are you experienced? So I've got the original vinyl pressing. I've got the repress that came out a couple of years ago. I've got it on CD, the, the original reprice released. And I've got the MCA version. That's well, how many is that? And then I've got the one that has state released a couple of years ago. So that's five. And then I've got three acts as bold as love. Anyway, yes, I, when it comes to Hendrix, I might be a bit of a fan. I don't know. You guys <laughs> can't off.
3: tell.
2: That's all right. My Halloween collection is insane. I usually don't like to buy multiple album, uh, you know, versions of albums. Only if there's like bonus stuff. So. Yeah,
0: I don't either. Like, uh, I used to avoid buying the deluxe editions, you, uh, you know, that they would come out. Mm. But one day I saw a bunch of the flea market, like dirt cheap. So I just bought Black Sabbath. So I got doubles of that, but I'll keep those. I liked... Black uh, Things are kind of cool, but I think they should be releasing their own separate album, but that's me. Yeah. You
2: know? uh, Jeremy said that's awesome, and that's he owns uh, three versions of Slipknot self-titled album. So.
3: Hmm. I like Slipknot. I, if, I, if, uh, if I could but take a wild album. guess, Jeremy, it's probably the original pressing with um, Purity, the second one that ha- doesn't have Purity, but has me inside. And the third one is the anniversary edition. I realize we were delaying his response, so we'll wait.
0: <laughs> yeah. But,
2: uh, we're not talking about Slipknot today or Jimi Hendrix or anything else, but we're talking about Ghost. <laughs> and we're talking about the new album called Impera. And uh, I, I, I did not expect ghosts, Usually they're very dark sounding, very kind of, you know, uh, whatever they are. But this <clears throat> album is very... Um, like exciting like on the first track i mean the first track is a like a little montage thing like a little uh instrumental which is cool reminds me a lot of uh like metallica's like battery a little bit how the master puppets opened up you know uh jeremy said yeah prob- uh, probably I
3: just uh,
2: so I-, I really like that intro it's really cool but that first song man it- it's like uh, like almost like an iron maiden type song like almost like a power metal make kind of punky type thing going on you know like it's, a, it's
1: definitely a pop punk song come on yeah it is it's and- it's it's a three chord uh, you know like a blink 182 pop punk trl song come on yeah yeah definitely- but one i can enjoy right and this is true it's 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 different so like yeah that's like the first one of the of the album and the rest of it just it sounds like boston you know blue oyster Cult, and all the other eight you know like not pop but like the major popular rock songs of that time yeah. well,
0: I well that's that was... why I, I, that's why i like the band though because they they sound modern but they also you can listen to them go exactly like you said like i could hear a strong voice or cult influence in them i can hear you know other influences in, in their music but I don't know why Blue Oyster Cult to six out to me. I don't think they really sound that much, but I don't know no, something. I about never that. hear Blue Cult. and I never hear
2: Merciful Fate and I never hear King Diamond, so you people got to stop saying that because they don't sound anything like either of
0: those. I,
3: I definitely don't hear any BOC, but on on the, on this song though, um, uh, the uh, second track, I I definitely hear like a strong '80s Rush influence, as weird Ooh, as wow. that sounds.
2: Oh yeah, especially in that <laughs> instrumental part in the middle of the
1: song yeah that yeah that Definitely.
2: i can see yeah uh but yeah i mean th- that starts off so happy and it's like at first when i had this on in the car because I, I almost forgot to listen to it and hey and then papa does that scream i'm like what the hell what am i listening to this isn't ghost i had to check the car you know i had to check the, the radio and uh because i was not expecting such a happy song to start off the album but it's it is a very awesome song. I love that song. It's, it's, it's awesome. really not that happy if you read the lyrics. It's yeah. not happy yeah, yeah, musically. It's it's, it's right. a definite
1: ghost song where
0: the where the music does not match the lyrics right. ever. Right. right,
1: right. But musically, it's it's a very happy sounding song.
0: So you guys really don't hear any Blue Oyster cult in the in the music, whether this album or their past album? I, I've heard
1: I heard maybe a little bit of it, but this album was definitely me was Foreigner and Boston.
0: How about you, Lou? Bernie. The first
3: time um, I definitely heard like an early Sabbath influence, but not so much a BOC. Maybe the black and white era, but nothing really past that.
0: Maybe it's the lyrics um, because both bands have such sardonic you know lyrics that are dark, but at the same time have a twist of humor in them and you know, I don't know. Anyway, go yeah, I I can could,
1: I could understand the Blue Oyster Cult tongue-in-cheek way of saying that you know
0: Yeah, I mean, I I would love Uh, to
3: hear Ghost cover uh, Flaming Telepaths one day, that would be cool, but you know,
0: I'm gonna excuse myself a moment, guys.
2: So, excuse me, go
3: ahead, bathroom's that way.
2: Nope, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Jerry wants to know which Bach songs, but since uh, Manny's the one that brings up the Bach one, we'll have to wait for him to come back. But uh... I
3: I just said Flaming Telepaths or maybe even Astronomy, I'd like to hear uh, Ghost cover that if they were going to do BOC,
2: that'd be a cool one, that is a cool one. Like, I, there's so many great Bach songs. uh, B.O.C. I don't know why I keep saying Bach. Who,
3: who, Bach, who calls him Bach? Well, B.O.C. Yeah, you're just, the I'm only one that's it, ever Bach, called him Bach.
1: B-O-C. I mean, there was there's, there's another singer here i that time called is, Sebastian Bach. I know. Or, or yeah, yeah,
3: hipster.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking contrarian. Goddamn. <laughs> All right, show's over. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, next song, uh, Spillways. Uh, this one starts off kind of like a Bon Jovi type song. With the keyboards. Uh,
1: it was piano. Pure, pure journey for me in Foreigner. Pure journey in Foreigner for me.
3: It just kind of proves that like Halloween, see Lane goes in those melodic pop hooks that just drag you in. So you know, yeah. Yeah. It's a good track.
2: Yeah, it definitely is. Again, oh, it's catchy. It's, it's very catchy and um and it's talking about like the like i guess the sewers or whatever of this town that the whole album's about or something. So Well, i think just, the whole
3: album was about like the the rise and fall of empires throughout right. the history of time. Yeah. So. so
2: but no, but i thought it was about like uh, this this city or what? This fallen city. Isn't it? Cuz if you look at the pictures it's a, a you're on mute.
3: Sorry, we're talking about the third track?
2: Yes. Well the, the album as a whole is is it's about a falling city.
3: Well I know that the the first uh sorry, I forgot the name of the song. Hold on.
2: It's cool. It, it.
3: Are you talking about are you talking about yeah. That that's about when I think uh Christians try to invade Egypt. Yeah, and, or the Jerusalem. Uh, I mean there's right, a lot of different that, that,
2: topics on here. This album does get very political and he actually does talk about Trump and Pence and all that crap too. So
3: yeah, we, we know Tobias Forge is not a uh, Trump guy.
1: Our, <laughs> oh, shocker! He will, he will Tobias not have a Trump, doesn't uh,
2: like Trump. He will not have a Trump twenty twenty
1: four sticker on his car. No, I don't think he will.
2: <laughs> but uh, "Spillways" is a very catchy song. I mean, every song on here is catchy, but uh, I just I love that intro with that piano thing there, and just is it, is it bad is it
1: bad for me to say that that like I don't think Hunter's Moon should have been their first uh, single.
3: Well, that's only the first single because it was on the Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Kills soundtrack. <laughs> I almost got you there, dang it! <laughs>
1: well,
2: what would
3: but you like? what would you but mean? it fits in the context of this album, I think.
1: It, it does fit. It does fit in the context of the album. I do like it better with the album because it leads into it. But me I just too. think That song is, I think, one of their weaker songs. Really, I, I I'm just I'm not a big fan of that song. I'm not a big fan of that song. I'm just first time hearing it going like what the fuck is this and then now listening to it like the lyrics and everything makes sense and all that stuff right. it's just i don't know something about this i think it's something about the guitar is just how it i i don't I think do it understand. flows together i don't think it flows i do well. agree
2: with the the guitar sound i think it's a little odd sounding they almost don't sound like a guitar at all like those uh shrieking yeah like, mel- you know melody things. well it's, it's just it's
1: it's off it's off beat right when he's doing it and i just don't it's it's a pet peeve of mine i don't like it being i don't mind asymmetric beats obviously but i also want it to be on be on on beat and it's not
2: yeah I yeah but i i I think that song's awesome and and shockingly my my five-year-old son i just happened to put this song on and he wanted to hear like all day long you know he loved that Uh song
1: uh, indoctrination starts <laughs> young
2: yes <laughs> he couldn't stop listening he's like again, again you watch her
3: in the skies right
2: no hunters no moon. he's talking about hunters oh. Moon.
3: oh oh he's still talking about hunters moon okay because yeah, i know you sent out a tweet over. that he was singing watcher in the skies he
2: got yeah he he got hooked on that song too and you he only heard that song twice and we were walking you know in the living room and he just started singing a song I'm like you only heard the song two times i do you know it already but that's how catchy that song is you know because he keeps repeating the chorus. But, mm-hmm. uh, he loves Hunter's Moon, man, and, and it is a good song, and, and uh, I like the video, too. The video's pretty cool. The video is um, cool. But uh, you skipped over Call Me Little Sunshine, which I think yeah. is another good song. But what song do you think, because you don't, like, you don't think Hunter's Moon should have been the first single, what do you think the first single should have been?
1: Call um, Me Little Sunshine or Kassarin, I think would have been a weird way, They're kind of a way to get him into it, because I think it would have fit with the last video being Dance Macabre. Mm you can move it into that and show that that hey this is going to be different but it's catchy mm. but that's just me well call me little sunshine was the second single office yes uh, it was I think so far right? yes mm. yeah i think that i think that fit better but i just mm. i'm not i'm just I, I something about that song just drives me nuts i think is the, the guitar shrieking, being offbeat just drives me nuts but that's just a personal you know issue of mine yeah. Right uh,
2: but I, I love Call Me The Little Sunshine I think that's a really cool song. Very, it uh, is really it song. very catchy and it's it's more aligned with the past ghost albums as well too. I think it fits in with those yeah, older stuff. Uh it what- kind
3: of reminded me a little bit of the song The Small Hours by Holocaust that Metallica covered in 87. Oh, yeah. like it ha- kind of has like the same uh beat, obviously different melodies, but the guitar track is killer on it and uh you know, I thought it was good. Good vocals as well. So
2: yeah, I mean, he's always good vocals. And also, who else on this album? Uh, the guitar player from Opeth. I don't know his name off the top of my head. But I know he does a lot of the uh, the lead guitar stuff on some of these songs. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Google. I don't know.
3: <coughs> I it's either Mikhail or Frederick, I think.
2: A friend of mine told me a I forgot who it was. but uh, Okay. Um, Watcher in the Sky. We talked about that one a little bit uh, a few seconds ago. I love that song. I just wish it wasn't so repetitive with the chorus, especially at the end. It just gets to be a little bit too much. But then that kind of brings it back to like what kind of like the idea of this album was supposed to be like an 80s type sounding album. And, you know, in the 80s, they would always have those ending choruses that would just go on and on and on. Yeah, forever.
1: Yes, they would.
3: This is a song that I would like to see them pull off live. I think they would do some pretty crazy lighting stuff with it. And oh, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, definitely.
2: I, actually, I hope. I'm sure they'll come around soon again because they just went off the tour uh, with Volbeat, actually, which would have been cool. I would have liked to see Volbeat, uh, I too. Maybe, maybe this might be my first, my son's first concert if I, if we do go.
1: Ghost, really? I think so. Really? You're, you're gonna, you're gonna just throw him into the deep end there. It's no, right in there. no, no, no life jacket whatsoever. No, Here none. you go, kid. No. Well, what just else this- would
2: I take him? Well, he's already seen Peppa Pig, so he's already, you know, so He's he's got to move up now.
3: How do you compare Peppa Pig to Ghost? I it's
2: am. I, I, I,
1: I. I'm gonna sit back and just let, let that one marinate for a second because I don't. Like, that's a. That's no. a little. There are some James. You know, the meat. Like, the,
3: the, the pig is rotten. No way. You can't marinate <laughs>
1: that. No, 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 I'm at. I'm at, I'm at marinating that that whole that whole concept of graduating going from Peppa Pig to Ghost and there's like no middle ground there. That's just zero to a hundred. It
2: I don't think it matters. Like, like every time other band that I try to put on that I would think he might like, sometimes he doesn't really like it. Like, I'm surprised that he likes Ghost. I even showed him some of the videos, thinking maybe like uh, I showed him Cerise and you know yeah, at, yeah. Was about C- C- Yeah, Cerise is awesome though. Yeah, and he was that's watching, like right up his alley. Yeah, he was watching that video. I'm like, all right, and he's not too scared. Show,
1: show him the live version from Conan O'Brien where the like, where he's doing uh, faith healing on the stage.
2: Yeah, I, I gotta look for that one. But yeah, I showed him a lot of ghost videos, and he's or rats, dancing, so. or him, or or, or I showed him Cardinal rats, yeah.
1: Copa doing doing dancing and everything. Yeah, I showed
2: him that one. Uh, Dominion is just a little interlude thing. Yep. Uh, the song twenty is very weird, kind of like I uh, liked it. I it I liked it too. I Loved it. What were we saying, Lou?
3: I like the Spanish feel of the song. Right. It gives it a good bounce, and I'll take it any day over Despacito.
1: <laughs> What's Despacito? james oh, thank god uh alexa play despacito
2: <laughs> Don't, is it gonna give us this copyright
1: no no i'm just i'm not i'm not going to that that was that was last year's hit about puerto rico we're just gonna let that one stay <laughs> we're well, we're gonna leave say- it we're gonna leave it in 2020 di- dying of covid like it like it deserves
3: yes yeah, we'll we'll just say this our president tried playing it in front of a uh uh, uh spanish assembly and uh it, <laughs> it went. It went weird.
1: well. It went great. <laughs> yeah, it,
3: w- <laughs> it went great. Bo- both both w- wings of the media made fun of him for it. So.
2: I can imagine, but uh, yeah, the twenties has a very strange. I- I'm surprised you actually like the song, James, because since you don't like Hunter's Moon, twenties has an even more weird feel to it, and it's very uneven. I'm, I'm okay with okay.
1: Like I said, I'm okay with weird. I didn't like how it was like the guitar was offbeat. I just it, that's well, a kind of even. more
2: offbeat than Hunter's Moon. I thought
1: eh, it's, but but it's, but it works. It, I think it's, I mean, when I'm saying offbeat, I mean literally offbeat, not the whole, it's different. Yeah. Right. Whatever.
0: It's a, the, it's a, you're
3: yeah. not talking about odd as in time savers, you're talking about odd as in it's just odd for
1: you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I just, it just for Hunter Moon, it was just, it felt like it was literally offbeat. Like literally, like he was playing offbeat. Like he was playing, like, the guitar didn't keep with the beat of the song. I don't get that. So I That's know. I. I when I hear it, I just it, the way the way where he's putting the putting the the chords, in, I'm just like I'm like it, it. It throws me off. Anyway, that's my personal issue, and I am okay with saying that. I you guys don't get it. <laughs> yeah, don't be pushy, Wayne. It's
2: all right. No, it's okay. It's fine. He's not a musician. He doesn't know what he's doing.
3: Um, he is a musician. He was in jazz band in that high school. Matter. It
2: doesn't matter. doesn't count. He didn't put all Okay, out any I oh. was in jazz band in high <laughs> okay, school. Okay, Wayne. All right. I count uh,
0: either.
1: Bro.
2: <laughs> I, where's your album? Mr. I've
4: never taken a drum lesson
1: in my life. Dude. I, I never did. Uh you know why you, know what, you know what, drummers have just a brain larger than a horse, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they don't embarrass themselves in front of a parade.
2: We had five watches <laughs> and, and now we're down to three. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> You know well, what yeah, It's also late. <laughs> yeah, so. <yeah>, also <laughs> later shit.
2: Let's go. It is late as shit. Uh, and uh, hit subscribe. Yeah, they Let's, left
3: because Manny left. Yeah, exactly.
2: Nice hair. Uh, hit subscribe if you're watching this. And uh we have better shows than this. We're, this is like last minute type thing right now. Um, this was the Last
1: minute, and we were and we're and we're tarred. All right, tarred. Darkness oh, at the heart of my. life. I
3: can't stand that fucker, Manny. Oh, hey, Manny. Oh, hey, oh, that, oh
0: <laughs> man, that Lou.
3: <little>. That asshole. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, gentlemen. Sorry about that.
3: It's see. okay. We're on track eight. A
1: lot of people. Right. Oh
0: wow! You're on track eight already. Already? Well, yeah. You, we're kind
1: of we're kind of we're kind of low on energy here, boss. We need we don't have the we don't have the the we're running on particular
3: fortitude to keep what, this going yeah, on I, too I long. get, it.
0: I get what
1: you, it.
2: What do you think of the uh, the first few songs, Manny, or or the first half of the album?
0: I like the first half of the album, but I'm still getting used to it. I haven't, you know. It takes me a couple spins to really get into an album. I don't like critiquing it right away, yet I'm doing that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Part but, of the gig. Yes, but I so far like it. I don't know where it stands overall in the discography yet, but do I like it? Yes. And I like the fact that it's it's different. It's a little heavier in parts, you know, on, on the album. I like uh, lyrically, not much has changed, but I like right. I like it pretty much. I think the
1: thing I like the most about this one, this one feels like it flows the most.
2: I think so too, and um, especially like coming from the last album, which kind of felt too short because there wasn't really many songs on it. It was more like interlude things and some instrumentals yeah. and stuff on there. So hearing this album, where it's got more songs on it. Uh, I, I actually, I think this is maybe a little bit longer than the last album too. It's nicer to hear this, you know. I, I think he did an awesome job, and also this to me feels like like a, a rock. Opera type album as well, you know.
1: Well, that kind—that of. I didn't, even, of I didn't back, even
0: consider yeah. that. Wow, well, that goes—that
1: goes, goes back to the whole '80s, you know, the journey, foreigner, right. the sticks, all well, that stuff. I am wearing a who
0: shirt. Who created the rock opera? Exactly. Yeah, that <laughs> true. Uh,
1: I mean,
3: uh, James, I, there weren't that many rock opera albums that came out in the '80s. I mean, arena rock, oh, arena absolutely. Rock, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, sorry, yes. and I could definitely, thank you. I could definitely hear. Um big influence from Journey on a track like that. So, you know, just the soaring keys and the vocals being
1: be cool to see hear Steve Perry sing that. Yeah. I would I would pay lots of money to see Steve Perry sing that song. And you know, I, I find it
0: strange because I didn't think about it till like so. I think James mentioned Journey in Boston. I didn't think about those influences musically on it, maybe because it occurred to me because where Ghost is from and I'm not sure Journey made it uh, that big on an international level. I could be wrong. I thought they were just basically an American phenomenon. Same thing with Boston, but I could be wrong.
1: Puerto Ricans love Journey.
2: Everybody loves Journey.
1: Um, I can
3: could, I could assure you, I, I think Journey played a Sweden rock. They headlined it, and uh, yeah. they're very popular. They're huge in Japan. So. They're huge in Asia, period.
1: Well, their yeah, new their new. Their I, new I, lead singers is Filipino or Indonesian. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is Filipino. Yeah.
1: I think not call him the new lead singer anymore. He's been in the band now 14
0: years, 15 years. (laughs) He's He's still not Steve Perry. Yeah, but it's not Steve exactly.
1: (laughs) It's it's not Steve Perry. He's the new lead singer. He'll always be the new lead singer combined with Steve Perry.
0: Not only that, I know. Curtain prior Steve Perry material like it doesn't even exist in their repertoire or in their history. Mm.
2: Uh, Moving along, Uh, Darkness at the Heart of My Love. I like this song, but it has a very um, almost like an R&B type feel to it.
1: It does. Yeah, it Especially
2: really in that, does. In
1: that chorus it, it, part. It's, it's kind of weird. It's what, I, but... it's what I like to call the baby-making music. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that, that Luther Vandross R&B. That, that, that good-loving R&B. Yeah.
2: So it's kind of weird here,
3: Damn, you went Luther. Nice.
1: Oh, you're damn <laughs> right. Well, well, no, 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 no. Yeah. How many children have been conceived to Luther Vandross?
3: I would have accepted Lou Rawls or People, Bryson too.
1: Yeah, but no, 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 no. It's Luther, and it's this Fat Luther. True, Luther, not 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 Luther Trump. We're talking, we're talking Big Luther here. I'm not talking Skinny Luther. Oh, yes. Yeah.
3: Okay, wait a minute. Big Luther or Lionel? Ooh. And not Commodore's era.
1: Not not Commodore. You're talking. You're talking straight. Lionel Richie solo, no Commodores. I'm
3: talking Hello or Luther. Oh,
1: no, no, oh, no, no, Big Luther all day long.
3: Okay, now Commodores, Luther. Oof,
1: see, there's that's hard.
3: I'd have to go Commodores on that, but I'd I still have to go give the Com- up to Luther.
1: That's a hard. That's 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 like cho- that's like choosing your your favorite child. There, Lou. What the hell?
3: <laughs> I only have one, so it's okay. Anyway. <laughs> But I love this track it It reminded me of dance macabre a little bit, um in terms of its lyrical feel yeah but and and its own merit great ballad yeah, yeah.
1: i kind of I kind of was laughing because I was thinking like the you could tell like they listened to a lot of eighties music prior to doing this because the last part of the album is straight love ballads like I was thinking like it would fit perfectly in that crappy t v guide infomercials for like rock love songs or like the dude skydiving with a guitar on and crap
3: oh that would be when i'm with you by sheriff exactly well, God they didn't go that route
1: exactly oh, wow. but i mean i mean like say it would fit it, that, that's that it's crazy to think that type of demented lyrical song is could fit on that <laughs> on that crappy ass record
3: when you mentioned the guy jumping out of skydiving I remember that commercial like I just saw it yesterday Every
1: kid, everybody at our age remembers that commercial we hey all watched it hey. exactly oh uh, boy
2: uh, next one Griffwood and that's supposedly about uh, Pence I, I don't know what I, I haven't read the lyrics so I, I saw the I haven't read the lyrics Pence either and,
1: uh, I just listened to it and yeah I kind of just blew right uh, past it it's funny the first time I,
2: when I first heard the song I, I noticed like almost like a Van Halen type feel on an intro and it almost sounds like ain't talking about love but like slowed down. Anybody kind of get that same feel for that?
0: I did not, but I'll have to listen to it again. Listen. I did. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to it again. It's
2: yeah. a little similar. It's a little similar. It's missing a few notes, but
3: it's my, my yeah. favorite track on the album. Is it? Yeah, it's a yes. good song.
2: These all these songs wow. have good choruses, man. man good.
1: I don't I don't get where you could get <laughs> pence out of that other than it,
0: I, I don't get it. I don't know either. Like I said, I well, keep in mind that it's also from a, a non a viewpoint, from a non American kind of viewpoint. That not that that's a bad thing, but you know.
3: One well, I mean, this... interesting thing to note about this ghost album: there were a lot of outside writers involved right. with this. Lots so of just one. To buy this it.
1: one. This one is a lot. One. Yeah. This, this one is uh, Peter Svensson and uh, Klaus Allund from I think that's is it. Klaus, isn't, isn't he from, from another band?
3: Yeah, I forgot the name of it. I think they, they, they're a Swedish band. They only sing in Swedish, lyrics only in Swedish. But um, I will say this, though, in, yeah. in Tobias's, um, you know, as a feather in his cap, at least he got good outside writers. He didn't go the Max Martin, Marty Fredriksson route. So I'll give him that.
2: When are we going to ever see Desmond Child write a ghost song? Uh, if, no, if we
3: do, <laughs> no, if we do, the no. apocalypse is coming. <laughs> no. Papa papa Emeritus will rise from our backyards and kill us all. Then, if that's the case,
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: God. which one? All of them,
2: yeah. Uh, by the passage, just a little thing, a little intro, and uh, respite on the spit sp- spittle spittle fields, spider fields, spittle fields, close enough, um, or spittle fields. I like this song a lot. This intro—that's a great song. It is yeah. a very awesome ending to an album, and that intro sounds so much like an Chain song. Absolutely, like
0: yeah, absolutely. Song,
2: that whole entire thing, and uh, yeah, obviously they change it up and it sounds more like Ghost when it goes on, but that is just such a catchy, catchy song. I love. That. Did anyone
3: not notice that this kind of ties in with the intro track? And yep, I was just going to yep. say yep.
1: They are, but they always—they're always so good at that. That was the one thing I'll give Ghost. They they really like tying everything together in a nice little bow at the end.
2: Yeah,
1: I think they're so. really well, good at that.
3: They, I think they still believe in the album listening experience as an album listening experience. Yeah, that unlike other artists who solely concentrate <laughs> on singles, they still care about the whole package, nice. you know. And while other bands are releasing EPs and only EPs or singles. They're putting forth their time and effort, and well, I should say Tobias himself mm. is putting forth his entire, you know, time and effort into releasing good full-length albums. So,
0: yeah, you know? and I, I I agree with you, and I think he looks at the album as a whole. It's not just, you, obviously, the songs have to work on, a, except the little, you know, intro pieces. But an album has to work as a whole, and I think that's the way he sees it. Also, the songs can work. Outside of the album, you know, context. But yeah, I agree with you. It definitely is meant to be an album listening experience. Just the way it's sequenced is tells you that much. Oh yeah, I think yeah, it. it, it,
1: And I feel like that might be a little reason why. Like, don't they usually just do one album during a tour? Like, they don't they don't play a lot of the other songs. Are they now going back to doing like hits because that usually like it usually ties in with that deity that is the leader of the church at that time
3: well really i mean what ghost songs are hits i mean i can only think of three songs that i would even hear on like alternative radio and that's um square hammer rats and dance Cobb. i mean everything well, yeah, else answer
1: in seriously and
3: seriously is- and Sir- and and <laughs> right okay so but i mean different still albums play. though now
1: so i mean like are you gonna have papa papa three come out are you gonna have cardinal copa no
3: because he's, he still no ghost concert that I've seen on Setlist FM is consistent, like one full length album. It's okay. all mix and match. Yeah. And he just, sings them
1: as the character that he is currently. Okay. I just, I didn't know I'd never seen them live. So I, Oh, okay. I, I was just, I was, it was sorry. It was more of a verbal diarrhea coming out because I feel like, I, I feel like it, 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 the, the albums tie in with the certain character he's playing at the time. Yeah, no, yeah,
3: like the last the last album when they did uh, "Conclave Con Dio," he sung it as Cardinal Copia.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, it's not gonna go costume change, and and once those hopes are gone, they're they're technically
0: dead. So yeah, they're mm-hmm. dead. They're not coming back. Do you uh, think the image of the band of the band, well, really one guy, hurts the band, or do you think it helps it in the long run? Oh, I think it helps
2: for me. Yeah, definitely for me, it helped because I did when I first heard of these guys and I didn't see what they looked like. I I don't I didn't get it. I said, This is terrible. Why is this guy singing like this in this music? It just didn't make sense to me. And then when I saw the a live video of them playing at some festival, I got Orion instantly. No, I don't know where it was. I have
0: no idea. Some Germany. What about you, Lou? What do you think?
3: Well, I'll ask you this question. Could you see Pearl Jam playing these songs?
0: No. No, not at all Exactly.
3: (laughs)
1: Yeah, not at all. Uh, I actually I actually heard about the band prior to even hearing a song. I saw a picture of them really? on a poster. I, and I saw I was like who the fuck is this? I need to see who the fuck this is.
0: I I buy Classic Rock magazine every month from uh, you know it's a British publication and that's that Nick Walls the, publication. Yeah, yeah. And they they would they hyped them up pretty early. Um really early on. Not hyped up to the point that it it was annoying but They definitely gave it a raving review. I saw the picture. I became very curious. So I bought the album without hearing one note, just out of curiosity. And like Wayne, at first I didn't totally get it. I liked it, but I didn't totally get it until I saw a live clip of them. And then I go, all right, it makes sense, you know.
2: Yes, yeah, so I think you know, a lot of people have to see them because you know, I can understand that the vocals just are not that they're bad. I think he's awesome at singing, but uh, it's just different, you know. Because yeah. usually a metal, it's you know doesn't have really a soft voice, and that's what he has. So, but hearing seeing why he has that voice helps, you know.
1: I always I always enjoy the meme of Ghost how they look like, and it's a Demu fan or somebody like dressed up in demo makeup, and then it's like how they sound. It's Care Bears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, th- one I thing mean, I do not like though
1: is the
2: costumes yeah. of the unknown. Um what do you what oh, the you, unknown. you don't like uh, the ghouls?
3: The, uh, oh, the new ones no, I, I like the like new st- I don't like them. I like the new steampunk look. I really like it. it's oh, weird. With the gas what mess? I don't like, oh, I like is
0: it. that they don't get any credit and they're great musicians and we don't know who they are, you know. No.
3: Well, I think sure. it's because Ghost really is uh an entity for tobias and whoever tours with him is a hired gun for lack absolutely. of a better term uh,
0: yeah absolutely i get that but he still hires some pretty fantastic musicians to tour and play you know so it it'd be nice to know they are yeah
2: i know i kind of like but, that because um, you know you could be watching him and in the meanwhile you got like dave lombardo playing drums or something you know like that it'd be kind of cool like you, you don't know it's him but he's looking <laughs> for him. Wouldn't it be I
3: faster than I, I, if I, that? Was I, the case?
1: I, I highly, I highly doubt you would not know it's Dave Lombardo back. There. I'm just, I know, I'm just saying.
3: Um, but uh, you know, definitely them getting the rub from Metallica at the beginning, that helped. That helped a But man, it's to really, you know, just answer your question. Ghost is one of the few bands where image and sound are of equal importance, I would think.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, and that's okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't have a problem with image bands. I love Alice Cooper and was a fan of KISS, so I obviously don't have an issue with it. But I think, like, those artists, um, I don't know, I have a hard time calling KISS artists sometimes, but, like those artists, uh, you know, I think some music is more important than the image. In the case of KISS, sometimes it overtook the music, in my opinion, but yeah. No, no. I, I, I think
2: it goes it goes hand in hand, though.
0: You know. Yeah, I I agree, and and I think Tobias wants to sell it that way, and he does sell it that way. I have to agree with both of you. I just wondered if you're if if they had a different image, would they have become a bigger band? Because their music, when you play for people who don't like hard rock or heavy metal, a lot of these people end up liking it, and mm-hmm. so they they have a broader uh, appeal than than your average band, in my opinion.
3: No. Lyric wise, you could see how it could have in well, common uh, with yeah. some like black metal bands, but musically, you listen to it and it's like a throwback to like a psychedelic or 70s hard rock.
0: Absolutely. Mixed,
3: mixed with a tinge of ABBA. So it kind of comes off poppy. And I think that's why it crosses over to a mainstream crowd as well as it does.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I, I agree with you and it's a pop element that surprises me which it shouldn't because he he every album so far he's he's had a, a tinge of it in just every album from the very beginning then
1: he's done he's done active abba covers in, in his album. so
3: i you mean know. not only that he covered army of lovers from 1992 which was a eurodance uh yep uh, that 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 was a huge hit back in 92 93 i remember it because it used to be on this network video music box, the box, all the time. So well, you know, it, heard, yeah, it's
1: it's off of Eurovision. So it's, uh, it's off of freaking a major singing con- you know, music competition in Europe.
3: Right. So, you know, to hear Ghost cover that, it's like, that's their appeal. Like, listen to that song, throw some distorted guitars on there. You have Ghost. And, it works. It's like,
0: and it's like Wayne pointed out in James, the, the their influences are, and I guess you just did too. It's surprising that their influences are not that obvious. At least by image, you think there would be Merciful Fate or whatever, you know. But you guys throw out names like Boston Journey, and no one's going, "Are you crazy?" You know,
1: because <laughs> you, know? well, you watch, you've to Ghost now, you kind of know that this is this is how they this is their mo, this is how they operate, this is their modus operandi.
0: But it's. I also think it speaks to the strength of the songwriting too. Yeah. Absolutely, you know,
1: I. I, I, am always excited to see how is he going to turn this, how is he going to turn this song dark? When you first hear the beat, when you first hear the openings hook and stuff of the song, you're like, all right, how is he going to mess this one up? How is he going to make it, how is he going to make it dark? How is he going to pull this one off?
2: Right. Yeah. But uh, I, 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 so as far as his new album goes, I think it's right now I'm going to say it might be my favorite ghost album. i I, I love every single song off of here and it's just it's a little bit different from the the usual of theirs but um yeah it's just got a little bit of like everything on here and i think it's it's their best flowing album it's It's their best flowing album i'll admit i'll admit it it
1: flows amazingly i think i think it's one of their best you just put it on and just be doing something in the background it is the best for like doing something else you're not really paying attention to something you can just be doing you could just blend in I was working while listening to it and I'm sitting there and I'm like wait the album's done already yeah like I just I lost track of time
2: yeah that's why I like about ghosts too because they keep their shit short you know not sh- too short but they keep just enough so you're anticipating the next album so
3: I still think Prequel is my favorite but mm-hmm. I will say this is a great continuation of what they did from Prequel. and uh you know I mean some of the songs just I think are some of the best they've ever written, so yeah, I think so you know, good, okay. good on them for it. I,
2: I'd be I interested to, to see agree. them perform I, this whole thing live, you know, it'd be cool.
0: I'd love to be have an opportunity to go see them live, is what I would like, but that too.
2: We'll see what happens, they'll be back around, I know that for sure. So, anything else you guys want to add?
1: Um... Great. Cool. Cool. Okay, so so wait, so wait. you asked me this, you asked me this question. So I want to actually <laughs> ask you guys the same question, but well, actually what's your guys' answers? What would you what would you, what would have been your guys' first hit if it wasn't Hunter's Moon?
2: Um probably call me Little Sunshine. I really think that it was a great choice for a single
3: Sarion for me.
2: Mm. Think if think if they would have did that, people really would have got pissed off though.
0: Call me a little me. Yeah,
2: hey, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you.
0: <laughs> Wait a well, minute. Th- I like Cassaria
1: because been... it because it is such a different song than what they do. I really do enjoy that the first the first song <clears throat> from the album is completely different. Something yeah. that they've and never I, done.
2: And I think people would have been like, is this gonna be the whole album and not buy it? I wouldn't have done that.
1: I think it's people like, are gonna buy the album anyway, because if you're ghost if you're ghost I fan, think, you're gonna to wanna to listen to the album and you know course, you know better than that.
2: Obviously.
3: Here's the here's the thing, and this is marketing one oh one. Michael Bramble will tell you the same thing. He would say, Let your first single be the one that makes people buy it and let them worry about the rest later.
0: Huh.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, if it in my in my opinion, I wouldn't have bought this album if it wasn't for if it was for the first song. I wasn't a big fan of Hunter's Moon, but that's me.
0: What about you, Manny? I would go with "Call Me." Um, looking over the track listing, I would have to agree with you. Uh, "Call Me Little Sunshine" probably would have been my choice, and it would have been my choice simply because it was so different than what they've done in the past. So. No
2: definitely so everybody go out there and go buy the ghost album if you don't like ghost check it out you know you can hear it on spotify or whatever so check it out first but uh i think there's so many different styles in this album that you'll like something uh, you know
1: i mean i i, I like i said I, I think they i think they listen to a shit ton of of 80s you know like that journey yes kansas type music but just yeah it just it just goes it goes down smoothly
3: and rush too i'm sorry because uh, i right. does
1: have I, I i don't i don't hear the rush influences but i get it specifically It's
3: specifically very- power windows the power
0: windows album like
1: oh, okay okay, that okay era. all right,
0: all right. I, oh, gotta, okay. I gotta go back and listen to it to hear that um and thank you for referencing power windows that'll make more sense probably when i listen to it
3: no problem i, mean, I love that album i mean if you ask me what my least favorite rush album is can't say I have one. <laughs> I mean test for Records are hey, a huge album, rush. Like. Fan. Yeah I
0: would say Presta would be my least favorite and I like that album. So you know
3: what? Snakes and Arrows. That was my least favorite.
0: I love that so. album. I love that album actually.
3: Um I I guess I was expecting more after Vapor Trails, but when they released Clockwork Angels, I said, you know what? If this is the last album, I'm happy.
0: Cause oh, that yeah, album Clockwork was Angels is a masterpiece. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Oh, as usual, we sidetrack each other, which is why I like like us.
1: <laughs> I just enjoy this good, good Canadian talk here, okay? you know.
2: If you don't like sidetracking, then you won't like Rat sound Review. But if you do like sidetrack talking, please hit that subscribe. We button. are the masters of that. We are the masters of sidetrack talking. And uh, you can also watch our other episode that we did of Ghost of All the Albums. It's in the video section here. With, uh, with Lisa Mann. With our wonderful Lycrone. With yes. Lisa Mann who can, uh you know, is very um, uh, how do you say
4: it?
1: Uh, passionate.
2: Passionate and very specific with like you know how she describes the music and stuff like that which she does awesomely because she's obviously a musician so that helps yeah and
3: she's very busy now between her own projects and her blues projects and now as vocalist of splintered throne good for you lisa we love you yeah
2: and she actually next week we got a we're doing the king diamond podcast with her so she is back next week um this
3: broadcast belongs to them's coming back
2: it is coming back nice it's coming back
1: it's a uh, sign it's a sign <laughs> god be praised
2: <laughs> so that will be back so boop, hit, subscribe. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> hit subscribe sorry that's <laughs> music is life podcast.com uh online metal promo.net if you have a band and you need a guy to, to do your promos for you or, or you know be your publicist basically then uh give them a, a message or whatever Holla. give them a holla and uh, anything else so oh, stay tuned! Uh, join our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have some really cool news coming up. Can't really talk too much about it, but our first guest is going to be Ross the Boss. So check out uh, that pretty soon. And I think that's it. And go buy the uh, Ghost Impera album. You will enjoy it. I
1: promise.
3: And if you don't see King Diamond behind Wayne, he's going to come for you.
1: Yeah, he's going to come get you right there. He's going to sing you. In- or, or or all the mysterious people that keep killing all those papas.
2: He's gonna sing you a deadly lullaby. Uh, speaking of Papa, here he is.
1: Get me the they
2: That's number have, one. They have, yep, they have number two's coming. I, I pre-ordered that one already. If
3: they ever make a Papa pop Funko pops, I'll definitely buy one.
0: I, they actually, they, they do. I do. have one. They one. All four of them. <sighs> Five, of them, actually. Yeah. I've okay.
3: Got then I, got I got some disposable income coming my way, so I'll go get it. <laughs>
1: Yep, they're Yeah, he's get, he's getting. Hey, everybody, he's getting paid.
2: <laughs> Yay! All right, everybody, see you la- See you guys later. Bye, bye. Hit subscribe. See you later.
1: Bye. See Cheers. You. Bye.
4: Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album: Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past. And a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast belongs to them. We've also got Old Man Metals Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron. Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. schmack a gob. a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsai Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're taking over. I <laughs>